Welcome to the Morton School District podcast. This is our fourth podcast of the year. Uh, but this is Morton School District here in Morton, Washington. I am John Hanna, the superintendent. Our podcast really is a way for us to highlight some of the amazing uh, young men and women of our school district, the programs that we have. And today, we have with us uh, two gentlemen who are seniors and are graduating and part of our football team. We have Carter and Nick with us. Carter and Nick, welcome to the podcast. Oh, hi. Hey, thanks yeah. for having us. Thanks so for having us. We got to spend a little bit of time kind of going over, getting ready for this. Uh, these are uh, two young men I've gotten to know for quite a while, so I'm kind of excited to have you guys here and to talk a little bit of football, and then we'll go a little bit beyond and talk about your guys' plans for beyond, uh, gradu- beyond football and see what it looks like from there. So let's start off with it. We'll, both of you will get every same, the same question, and Carter gets to go first because you are the fortunate one to sit closest to me. So, Lucky me. Lucky you, absolutely. All right, here we go. So this year was a good year. So you had a couple good years in a row, some success, winning seasons. That's great to have. So when you look back this year, uh, Carter, what were some a success or some different successes that stood out to you or meant a lot to you? Some of the successes, my favorite one is probably beating Forks because last year we got beat pretty bad by them. Yeah. And it was nice to beat them this year. It meant a lot to us. And I know Metcalf meant a lot to him too. And we won, I think we went 500. I think we went 500 last year too. Yeah, yeah. And it was a good season. It's kind of nice to come back against a team that you lost to before and, yes. and, and prove something to yourself. Yeah, I think that was a huge win for you guys. That was great. Nick, how about you? What kind of stands out for you as a success or for the team, you think? I feel like we did pretty good this year. Honestly, at the, after we lost against on Alaska, I kind of wish we won. Honestly, I was I was pretty sad. We never won against them all four years of our high school career. And it was a crushing loss, but, you know, in a roundabout way, kind of what goes around comes around. Yeah, yeah. What I think, too, is a good thing. One of the things about sports is the life lessons, right? And you know, sometimes you don't always get what you want the first, second, third, or even fourth time. But that doesn't mean we stop when we don't stop trying and working hard. And so I think that's uh, – but I think you guys definitely had a success uh, year for sure. I, I love seeing the improvement out there. I thought you guys got better and better. Just the ability to compete. I will tell you, when you, you young men go off into the world from here, the ability to compete and not run away from challenges will serve you greatly as you move on. Yeah, I mean, even if, even though we did lose in the end, and we kind of we didn't we didn't get that far in the playoffs, I still really did. I loved every second of playing football with my team. Absolutely, I totally agree. So you look back, obviously you had some success, but sometimes success and favorite things are are always maybe sometimes different, right? So if I ask you, and again, Carter, we'll go back to you to start with. What were you, or maybe it's for a team, however you want to answer it. What was kind of the favorite thing um, beyond success, but something that you personally or as a team looked forward to or really enjoyed? We enjoyed every second of the season, I think. I could say that for the whole team. Yeah. We enjoyed practice. We had fun during practice, and we really enjoyed team dinners. Team dinners. Yeah, those those are looked, pretty good. Yeah. Those were really nice. Yeah. Your, your, uh, your parents uh, put a ton of effort into those team dinners. Good food's good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How about you, Nick? I think I really enjoyed practices the most. You know, games were really fun, and I love, okay, also I love after games. Like when you go home after a win, you're just happy with your team and on the bus, and you could like, go eat something. But I love practices a lot, and I had, the, I had the privilege of being captain of my team, and so did Carter. And I think 
being captain and being leaders during practice is just something that's really fun, and I'll cherish that. You know, one of the things that um, I don't know that everyone knows that you guys do, and it's been kind of a tra- tradition since Coach Metcalf's been here, is Midnight Madness. Yeah. Um, I know. So that's the – you guys are here about well, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night before the season begins at 12 o'clock right on at midnight, and then you guys are out for a practice, stay the night in the gym, have breakfast. How was that this year? I'm not going to lie, I did not like it very much. Oh. I always disliked it, but it's a cool thing we got to do. Yeah. And is it uh, is it the uh, the lack of sleep that probably kind of yes. happens from sleeping in the gym? Yes. I never, <laughs> ever get sleep. I only get like an hour. And then we got to wake up at 6 for another practice, and that whole practice takes forever because <laughs> I just want to go to bed. Yeah. But it was... It was a unique experience. Well, then for Nick, I, obviously, you know, it's a little different. You guys play different positions. Carter, uh, you know, is a running back and uh, plays on, you know, some secondary, some D-line stuff. But you as a lineman, it's a different practice. But you, how about the breakfast, though? Does it, you guys get uh, breakfast in the morning? That's not bad. I mean, yeah, but the breakfast wasn't really too memorable. But, I mean, I still liked it. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I'm not really that hungry in the morning, so I didn't even think I ate any. <laughs> But so I was just tired the whole time. Yeah, that's all right though. That's a good thing though. I mean, it's 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 about an, a memory that you guys have going on, and I will tell you as you as you get over, it's going to be the memories of those events and the goofy things that happen that you'll remember way more than being tired at a practice. So let me ask you this question: One of the things I you look at sports participation um, in high school level. You see different sports that you know are growing in popularity, and different sports that are decline in popularity. Football is one of those that, on a nationwide, there's less and less people turning out for. It's, it tends to be on, on the on the downhill slide recently, uh, less turnout. And I think we see that in our league that a lot of teams don't have JV programs because they don't have enough players out. So let me start. My question, I guess, for you is why football? Why why do you why did you play football? I played football because we go to a small school. There's not a whole lot of options. It was either this or cross country, and I didn't want to run for a sport the whole time. But football, it was right up my alley. I like physical things. I like staying in shape. Football helped with that a lot. Yeah, yeah. And football just helped me get a mentality that was good for school, helped me get good grades. Yeah. And succeed more, I feel like. I could see that, absolutely. Nick, how about you? Why football for you? I think football, I I came here in sixth grade, so honestly it wasn't really to play with friends because honestly I didn't have any friends or many friends. So I think it was really the discipline. And, you know, like my parents have always been big fans of football. So, like, you watch it on the big screen, it's like, oh, that looks like fun. You get to hit people. And then when you actually play the sport, I think it's a lot more discipline. Okay, yeah. It teaches you a good mentality, like Carter said. And it keeps you in good shape because you're always pumping iron. Because I mean, you always want to be better at the sport, right? Yeah, absolutely. Let's try to improve. Yep. I think one of the things too in, in football that's unique, in my mind, it might be one of the greatest team sports um, because you need eleven people doing eleven things correctly at the right time. Um, where other sports are, are great team sports, but you can have uh, you can maybe rely on a, you know people in different ways different roles different ways whereas football you know the plays going to the right and the left tackle is a half a step off it, it it's not going to be a great play right yeah, i agree with that and i you know, so when i when i go to different uh events and we listen to people talk about education 
you hear people like Microsoft, Boeing, um, colleges, University of Washington, Centralia College, they talk about the ability to collaborate is one of the most needed skills. And I think football teaches that ability to work together. You guys agree? Yes, I agree. You know, 11 people got to be consistent every play. I mean, being a lineman, like, I know a lot about that because, I mean, all five people on the offensive line have to be consistent if you want to yep. make a good play. Absolutely, absolutely. So one of the things that I think leads to football kind of being on the downhill in terms of participation, I think it's a loved sport. People still enjoy it. But one of the things people always worry about is safety. And, you know, it's not it's not hard to look up and, and see that there are some some, you know, tragic incidences that happen. But so, Carter, how do you stay safe? How does the team keep you safe? How do the coaches keep you safe during football? The biggest the worst thing about it is uh, head injuries, I feel like. OK. And we always at practice try to reduce our. I don't know what the word would be. Reduce our chances. Contact. Yeah. yeah. And we have these guardians. Okay. Like extra padding on our helmet yeah. to help. Yeah. And we also do drills to keep our head out when we're tackling and what to do, keep your head okay. up. Yep. So let's talk about the guardian just a minute before I get to Nick. I want to ask, because I, I think you brought up something I didn't even, I for, totally forgot about, but I don't think people realize what a guardian is. So if you had to explain a guardian to someone who obviously they can't see it because we're, this yeah. is audio only. What does a guardian look like to someone? A guardian is just extra padding all the way around the helmet. On the outside, right? Yes, outside of the helmet. With like, it's like basically a cushion. Okay. And when you hit, it's not like the hard part of the helmet. It's a soft hit. Okay. And it helps reduce concussions. Awesome. Okay, good. So, Nick, how about you? Uh, different positions than Carter, right? You, you're a lineman, which I always think, you know, the, the unique thing about lineman is Every play is a contact play. You can't ever avoid it, right? You're expected to get involved every play of a contact. How do you stay safe, or how do your coaches keep you safe? Yeah, I think different to Carter is that I don't I mean, like, you can get hit in the head as a lineman, but you're not. it doesn't really happen as much as him, or if it does, it doesn't happen as hard as hard. Okay. I think it's more in, like, the legs or the feet. Yeah, like, okay. Like, for, like, my ankles, I roll them a lot. Like, if I'm running for, like, a pull, I always tape my feet to stay safe mainly yep. during a game. Yep. And then, yeah, the concussion pads, like – Expanding what Carter said, the concussion pads really do help, like yep. head, like head head trauma. I think they are a nice part of practice. And you know, when I first got them, like when I first got freshman year, I did not like them. Cause yeah, you get to remember or you get in trouble. <laughs> but I think I came to appreciate them because you know they make some of the hard hits so much nicer during practice. Right, right. So one of the other ones, and again, been around you guys in the program a little bit. I I see it, but someone else may not. So there's a couple things out on the football field that people may think why are these out here and i know there are safety reasons so i want you guys to explain what they are so carter i'm gonna start with you some i go out there and there's these balls big like beach balls right you know what i'm talking about right the yoga balls yeah the yoga balls explain what they are used for and how you guys what does it do for you we use those in drills to help with form tackling okay go ahead so basically someone bounces the ball and you have to drive your arms up the ball and keep your head out of the way it helps with your form and keeping your head out and arms mostly okay okay so it's 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 a it's a way to practice tackling versus so, other than a person right yes okay and but it's working on your form yes gotcha all right nick so the other one out there and this one i get to see because kids love playing with them when you guys are at a game they're pads that are shaped like a donut Oh, you're talking about the, the those things we use for 
this thing is called hog tackling. Okay. It's kind of it's kind of similar to what Carter's is. You load your arms up and then you you grab them and hug them. You're imitating what somebody would because you grab around the ankles. You want to lock up the legs so you secure okay. the tackle. Okay. Okay. So you're you're you're. It's being rolled, right? Is that what it is? You rolled, and then you, when you wrap, your arms are going through the center around the pad. Okay, gotcha. So I think that's good because, again, those are things that, you know, when you watch a game, you see the play and you see the reaction, but you don't see all – I don't think everyone sees all the training yeah. and the technique that goes involved. Yeah, I think a lot of discipline. A lot of discipline, absolutely. So as I stated earlier, you guys are seniors yes. leaving us after this year, which is sad. So what is your personal plans when at you, after you graduate, walk across that stage, get your diploma, what is your next stage in life, Carter? My next stage in life is, well, I'm going to apply to a lineman school in Idaho. I'm applying at the end of January the okay. next month. Yep. And hopefully I get into the October term. Okay, yeah. So after graduation, I'll hopefully get a good summer job, maybe work at the park again. Okay, and then go over to Idaho for lineman school. How long? Do you remember how long that that school is? Fifteen weeks. Fifteen weeks. So, Three summer months. job off to lineman school, and then uh, off to a career uh, as a lineman. Yes. Great career, uh, Nick. How about you? What's your plans after graduation? I think I'm going to go into the Navy or Navy or Navy Navy or Air Force. Okay. Yeah. I was going to, I needed to retake the ASVAB because, you know, that's only valid for two years. So I think I'll need to do that before school gets out. Well, and the great thing is, is we can offer that here at school during the school day. So that's, that's a good one. So Navy or Air Force, what are you thinking about you want to do? In well, those? depending on my ASVAB score, but right. I mean. If you had your choice. Yeah, if I had my choice, I mean, I want to go, I kind of want to go into nuclear. Oh, know, yeah. Work on nuclear power plants, like nuclear yeah. subs in yep. the Navy. Or if not, I mean, I, I've. I've I just want to work with electricity, you know, be an electrician. Okay. You want to get in electrical trades, one of those. Just so when I get out, you know, that's good money. A good money, good career, right? Absolutely. I, I think that's a great pathway into that military route is, is one that's very good. Uh, to finish this up here, all right, I got a question left for each of you and then we'll be done. But um, so my guess, my question to you is you guys have spent a lot of time with some coaches. Some of your coaches you've had since youth, some of your coaches you've had just here in high school or just the last couple of years. So what would you like to say maybe as to your coaches as you're going out now as seniors or uh, maybe something that you're, uh, that you appreciate they did or, and if you want to, you know, maybe to a specific coach. I would like to thank all of them. Yeah. I appreciate everything they did. In my career, but I especially want to thank my dad and Rob Hazen. Yeah, because they've been coaching me since I was in third grade. A long time. It was a long time ago. I think ten years. Wow. And they helped me get to where I am today, and they pushed me hard. Yeah, absolutely. And taught me good lessons. Yeah, and good good people. Yeah, absolutely. Very good people. Nick, how about you? How about you? What do you want to say to your coaches? I share the same sentiments as Carter. I absolutely all love telling my coaches, but yep. I think if I had to choose one. I think it had to be you, Mr. Hannon. Oh, Nick, you, you didn't know. need to go there. <laughs> you know, I only had you for two years, my so my freshman and sophomore years. I think those two years, I really needed to, like, get the football mentality. Mm-hmm. I just appreciated how much of a jerk you were. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were mean, but, like, in football, you just had to be – you had to have that mentality. You had that discipline, and I think you did a really good job of uh, that. Well, I appreciate – you know, I think the thing about football, and every sport's different, right? I mean, Carter, you play basketball and baseball and – you know, but it, it's they're all different, and every sport has its own requirements, right? And football is one of those. At least this is my opinion. You guys, I'm curious what you think about this. But in football, I think you 
it's hard. It's I mean, it's physically hard, but there's a mental toughness that's needed because in the end, it's you and another person for six to seven seconds, and then you're going to repeat that 80 times in the span of about an hour and a half, right? That is exhausting, and you you have to be able to stand up to that mentally. Does that make sense? Yes, and I agree with that because doing that for, like you said, 80 plays, uh, your mental toughness gets tested, yeah. especially like quarter way through the game or halfway through, you have mm-hmm. to keep pushing, especially... If you're not doing too well, yeah, you have to keep pushing through it to hopefully, you know, do better the next time. Well, Nick, I want you to add to that because I think the thing that's weird because every sport has its toughness, right? I mean, basketball, you're in front of everyone; it's it's there. But I think what football's different, and Nick, I want you to kind of add to this. Maybe is you have to go sit in a huddle for 20 seconds, like you're in your own thoughts, thinking your own thoughts for 20 seconds, and you have to come out of that huddle positive, not negative, if you want to be successful, even if you just had a tough moment or 10 in a row, right? I think uh, I think also expanding on what Carter said, it also, like, if you're not doing good, I mean, you're going to get toxic. Like, you get into that mentality, and you just get mad. Yeah. You can't, you take it out on the other team, and you got, I think a part of the thing is you got to keep your mental composure for, like, against, like, your teammates, because, like, getting mad at your teammates and yelling yep. or even fighting them i mean that can all happen i've seen it happen to the teams we've gone against yeah and it's and not good it's not good it's not going to help your team composure it just makes it worse it's like a downward spiral so i think you got to think the mental part is almost just as important as the physical part well the thing i think i know both of you are going to take with you because i've seen it and i have nothing but the utmost expectations you guys are going to have success but there's a work ethic the both of you have, and I think your teammates and your graduating class has really well, but there's a work ethic. And in the end, in, the, in, in life, it's not always about, you know, being in charge. It's not always about, you know, having every right answer. It's about work ethic. If you can work hard and you can show up every day, you will be a success in life. And I think both of you gentlemen have done that, not only through your high school career, you've done it through football. And I have the utmost expectation of both of you to be success because you guys have those habits and skills, and it's going to serve you well. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So, well, that brings us to the end. Uh, to Carter and Nick, thank you very much for the for the time today. The good thing is you get to go back to class now, so lucky you. Yeah. It's almost over. We're almost over. But thanks again. And our next podcast will be when we return after winter break in early January. So for all those who are listening, thank you very much. And we'll be back in January.